and welcome to Inspiring Your Shine. This is Rebecca and I am now focusing totally on being your brand strategist and I'm going to help you to increase your income, influence, and impact online. So today we're going to be talking about your ideal client. I also like to refer to this as your brand partner. I'm going to explain why. Well, mostly because I have a like a really cute way of explaining all of the things that I do, all the different pillars of building a brand identity. And so all of them start with a P, so that is partly why I'm using the brand partner. But I also have a great point to make about why you're looking for those brand partners. So we are going to be breaking down everything today in a way that you likely never heard it. So I'm very excited that you're here today because if you do not have this dialed in, if you're not making the money you want, if you're not attracting the people that you want, most likely it is because you don't have this dialed in. You don't really know you are trying to maybe market, but you don't really know who you're marketing to. So it is a very, very foundational piece of your brand. So I hope that you'll tune in, pay attention. I have some great things to share with you today. So in case you did not know, I'm going to tell you today that your customer is the most important part of your brand. And essentially your brand exists only because it is to serve them. So the goal is to attract them, to create loyalty, and get them to refer all of their friends. And there is a specific way that you want to go about doing this. So your customer can't be everybody. Whenever I hear somebody say, well, my customer is anyone who has skin because I sell skincare. It's like, no, you don't get it at all. Just because somebody has can benefit from what it is that you offer, that does not mean that they are your ideal customer. Because one of the things that I teach all the time and what is the foundation and what makes me different as a brand strategist from other brand strategists is I base everything on you and who you are and what you relate to. And when you are taking you and putting you into the equation, then that right there is going to limit the type of people that you're going to resonate with and want to work with and be qualified even to work with. Because we can't serve somebody that we don't understand or relate to at all. And frankly, you want to be working with people that you like and not people that you dislike. You want to serve and build a community and a tribe of people that you like. At least while you're building an online business, if you are building a personal brand, this is absolutely the rule. So I am sure that you have heard the saying that you try to talk to everyone, then you will be talking to no one. And... Also, the saying that says, if you narrow your niche, then you will magnify your message, or the riches are in the niches. These are all completely true, and I, I thought that they were pretty powerful when you put them all together, because it really is the truth, and you need to hear it. I know you've heard all of these things, but I want you to really, really hear it today, because if you are trying to be vanilla or create a one-size-fits-all marketing message, then you will not attract anyone. Nobody will pay attention or care. And so even if you have fans or followers, 
If you are not making those sales and your business is not increasing all the time, then you do not have your ideal client or your niche target market dialed in, period. You not only want to become an expert at what you do, but you want to become an expert for who you do it for because experts make more money and they will attract more clients because what happens is your client, when you begin to speak very specifically to them, when you know them, when you understand them in the way that I'm going to teach you, then they will begin to self-identify and they will opt in and be magnetized to what it is that you are saying. They will pay attention and engage and best part is is that you can influence them to take action and there is a whole science behind that because people want to be seen and heard and when you dial it in and you know who you're talking to and you understand them then they will feel that way that's the goal so now that we have set the ground rule that you cannot talk to everybody and you are going to be talking to a very specific somebody, I there are three different parts of that that I want to explain to you. The three different parts are your ideal client, your target audience, and then your perfect partner. So let's start with your ideal client, breaking it down, helping you understand how do you identify this ideal client. First of all, your ideal client is actually a very specific singular person and when you go to write your copy your post make a reel to do anything you have this person in mind you know them so well that it's like you're talking specifically to them and that's why you have to create that ideal customer or client profile and I don't know if you've ever done the exercise where you actually go through and think about what is a day in the life of your ideal client like. But before I get into the nitty gritty of all about how to figure out your ideal client, what you need to know about them, I want to remind you of the most important thing that you need to have dialed in about your ideal client is that they have the problem that you solve. Now I talked about this in your brand purpose a couple of episodes ago so you could if you haven't listened to that brand purpose definitely go back and look at it because that is where I help you to align your purpose along with the problem that you solve for your customer. And so if you haven't done that yet, definitely do that. It's so important, but basically you need to know and understand the problem that you are solving for your customer. That is most important because at the end of the day, that is what people care about. What they're going to pay attention to is can this person solve my problems? And so you might have more than one problem that you solve for them, but there's always a really big problem that is like your brand promise. That is what you exist for, is to solve that problem for your ideal client. So now that I have that squared away, we can get into some of the nitty gritty of what you need to know about your ideal client. You of course need to know demographics. Now, you really only have to do this kind of once. You, this isn't something you have to do over and over, but then you really have to understand them 
Um, so the demographics are things like how much money they make, what's their lifestyle like, what kind of season of life they are in, um, are they married or single, do they have kids. So basically like the same kind of information that anybody would take on a survey about somebody or even when you're filling out your medical things. They want to know certain things about you, basic things. It really does kind of put you in a category, if you will. And these things matter because it really is going to make a difference about how you speak to them, what they care about, what they value based on these demographics. I feel like the next most important thing that you need to know is you need to understand what they are struggling with. Specifically, when it comes to the problem that you solve, you need to understand and know how to press those pain points for them and talk about them in a way where you're not bumming them out, but you are recognizing that they have these pains and then always posing the solution that you have for them. In my brand Pillars, which is going to be an upcoming episode, when I talk about building out your brand pillars, your content pillars, then I teach you how to talk about how to support them. And this is the area that you're going to bring out these areas of pain, the things that they struggle with, the things that keep them up at night, the things that they're worried about, they're stressed about, the things that keep them from living their best life. And next, you need to know the, about the things that they desire, that they aspire to, that they enjoy, that makes them laugh. So this is where you relating to them is really going to come in and be important because you, again, want to create ideal customers and an audience of ideal customers that you resonate with, you like, they relate to you, you get them, and you can help them. So a lot of times before you can help them, they need to like you and you have to build that know, like, and trust with them. In order to get them to even pay attention, you definitely have to have a likability. And a lot of times this can come through you putting out content that is going to make them laugh, to make them relate to it, to make them like you as a person. When you share personal things about yourself, when you share behind the scenes, when you share things about your life, then you are going to be opening yourself up to allow them to build that know, like, and trust with you. And share is another one of my brand pillars. And I think lastly, the thing that you really need to know about them is kind of about the way that you're going to be approaching your brand from a style or aesthetic kind of a way is what is it they really resonate with when it comes to style and aesthetic. So just like when we were back in high school, most of us who went through high school knew and understood how everything groups together. The people that had similar values and likes and style and interests, those people tended to flock together. And so it isn't unlike that. And unfortunately, those kinds of things are still going on. And so you are going to resonate with and attract people who are similar to you. So it's very important for you to be able to express your style, your values, the things that you enjoy into your branding. And you can do that through the colors that you pick, the fonts that you use, add style, what you're wearing in your photos, what you choose for backgrounds. There are so many different things that will help you build an aesthetic that will attract their eye. And so that will also be in an upcoming podcast episode 
once you have made that ideal client profile that will help you to understand those demographics, where they're at in life and what their day-to-day -day life is like, what they love and enjoy, what they resonate with, what they are drawn to, and understanding how to express that in your brand then you wanna definitely do that day in a life of exercise so that you can just kind of wrap your head around like what are the challenges that they're going to have that you can address to draw them in? Because maybe it's that they're very busy. So you're going to have to talk about how to help them to not be so busy. Otherwise, you're never going to be able to capture their attention, right? Um, if they're having money problems, then you want to be able to talk to that and talk about ways for them to get in control of their money or to save money because those are things that they're going to have objections around. And so that again is why you want to know all of those things, understand what their day-to-day -day looks like. And then when you are creating content, you can think about them and what they need to hear and how they need to hear things and how you can approach things that they're going to relate to and take action on. So yes, this might be a very fictitious person. A lot of people will even name what they call their ideal client avatar and they name them and they make them come to life. You are definitely somewhat creating this as an imaginary figure, but it can be a past client that you've really enjoyed working with. Somebody a lot like you most likely and you're just further along. So if that will help you to create that, because I know some people have a hard time creating just an imaginary thing. So just base it on somebody that you know would be an ideal client or somebody who has been an ideal client or just yourself years ago before you got to where you are and now you are further along and can bring somebody along with you. Now that you know your ideal client, we can get into where is your target market? Where are you going to find people like your ideal client hanging out online? How are you going to capture them? So one of the areas that I want you to look at is values. Know and understand what your ideal customer values and think about if they valued that, where would they be paying attention? Where would they show up because they resonate? So for instance, if they are more conservative, then you might find them in particular places, maybe in Christian organizations, in groups on Facebook that are faith-based. If they're family-oriented, then you might find them listening to podcasts that deal with family dynamics and building a great, secure family. So if you think about the values like that, then it will help you to identify podcasts that you might be able to be a guest on or groups that you can join on Facebook. Another way to find people that you might resonate with is to go through what it is that you think they're passionate about, what they love to do, they enjoy to do, what they spend their time doing, because you can also come in through a door of joining groups that have to do with hobbies that you love or things that you enjoy doing um, like sports 
or activities. And so think about it like that. I mean, back in the day before we had online things, and I know you're primarily building your business online, so I speak to you from an online place, but think about it before. Where would you meet people? You would meet people that live near you. You would meet people at church. You would meet people through friends, which we want people to refer us. When you're really good at what you do, then they will. And most likely they have people that are a lot like them, right? Once you know that ideal client. And you also would meet people at activities. And so that's why you want to think about these things because this is where your target market is hanging out. You also, once you start doing Facebook ads or any kind of advertising, you want to know who your target market is and the type of people that they follow, where they would be located online because you can target those things so that you can get eyes on your stuff more. So I just started building a program for a real estate agent. Just to give you an example, her target audience would be somebody in her local area. So of course, when she goes to look at her target audience, she has her ideal client. Maybe they are first-time homebuyers, but her target market is going to be in a specific area. So she knows that she can target them in a specific area. So just think about your ideal client and where they hang out, how they're spending their time, what activities they are a part of, what they value, and what matters to them that they would be participating in. And I would say the last thing about that in your target audience is really knowing and understanding what social platforms they engage in. And so I have done things in the past, so I'll probably do another updated one, but the different social platforms attract different people. So is your ideal customer on IG watching reels or are they still in Facebook in groups or are they on LinkedIn? And so you need to know and understand where they're mostly hanging out because when you are getting started building your brand, you can't necessarily show up everywhere all at once in the beginning. It takes time to add on the ability to repurpose your content for those different platforms. And I do have strategies for that, but I just want you to know, I want you to really focus on the one. And so where are they most of the time? Where can they find you? And so that doesn't mean that if they're on Instagram watching Reels or they've been on TikTok, then that doesn't mean that you can't go find them on Facebook in groups. You can and you should and you should engage with them and talk with them, but you want to make sure you know and understand your ideal client enough to understand where they're hanging out, where to find them online. Because you have to go seek them out and start conversations with them and get their eyes on what you're doing. And the other way to do that would be hashtags on Instagram. Now let's get into what makes a perfect partner. So we have our ideal client avatar. We know exactly who we're talking to for every single thing that we do. We are catering to them. All of our branding is to please them and to draw them in. We know where to find our target market, our ideal audience, where they're hanging out because we can think about that ideal customer and their values and what they enjoy and we could do a strategy so that we can connect with them online, right? But now your perfect partner has, the most important thing about them is that they are ready to make a change because there might be a lot of people hanging out and they have been paying attention to you, but they're really still just not there. Now, part of your 
intention is to help them to prepare themselves to get ready, to create desire and to make them want to make the decision to change, to solve the problem that you solve, to work with you. But you also want to remember that your perfect partner is not just all of the followers and fans that you have because some people will stay in your world they're not even necessarily your ideal client but they just like you they enjoy you and maybe they'll know somebody that they can refer to you but they're never probably going to be a customer for you because they just aren't your ideal client but your perfect partner is somebody who's really ready to make that change and so that is why i call them that because they have not only indicated that they have this problem and they talk about it outwardly but they also have done things like um, invested in other programs to try to solve that problem so let's just use which I always use it's so easy but it's so versatile is weight loss so let's say that you were in the category of getting people healthy helping them to shed those unneeded pounds and you would then know that they are a perfect partner and ready to buy because they've tried other things. And so in our marketing, we can ask questions. We can do polls or ask questions in a way that help us to identify the people that have invested in time or money into solutions for the problem that they have. So that's a great way for you to identify that. Another way is if you were targeting an audience in advertising, then you could target people who would have invested in somebody that would be in that. So let's just say people who like Weight Watchers on Facebook, um, things like that. There's indicators like that to show you that they've been trying things. So you do this exercise with yourself where you ask yourself, what have they tried that didn't work? And what were their frustrations around that not working? Maybe it didn't work because the method that they were doing in your method is better and you can compare those two. Maybe you can talk about it from the perspective of simplicity or ease. And I hope that whatever solution that you are having, it is very important for you to be able to clearly articulate what it is that you do to help people in this, the problems that you solve and talking about it over and over, but also being very simple in your processes to help them. Because when it's hard, there's too many steps, it's too confusing, then people won't follow. Believe me, I know, I've done it all wrong. So what I'm trying to do now is to help you to learn what I have now learned along the way to simplify what it is that you're teaching. So maybe if you can identify that they quit because it was too hard, too hard to maintain, it wasn't easy enough, it wasn't simple enough for them to really make a change and fit it into their lifestyle. So this is where you have the opportunity to really explain to them why they should choose you instead of your competitors. You want to talk about how you are a better value. You may be more expensive, but you can add value to what it is that you do that they didn't get with the cheaper one. So remember back to the whole one size doesn't fit all vanilla kind of way of marketing and doing things. So just like going to Ross and buying clothes that are made to one size fits all, then it is not going to cost as much, but 
they're also not going to get as much value as if they went to a place and bought like brand name clothing that is going to cost more, but the value is there because it's going to look beautiful and not fall apart. The threads aren't going to come out. It's going to wash nicely and look brand new for a really long time comparative. And so then you understand that the value is there. So it doesn't really matter about the cost, but really expressing the value of why they should choose you, why you are better because you give them a better experience, because you care about them, because you see them. Um, and you really want to be able to make sure that you are expressing that to your perfect partner. Because remember, your perfect partner is ready to buy. So you need to make sure that you're increasing that desire, you're building that authority in what you do and the problem you have to solve and getting them to a place where they are ready to work with you because they see you as the person that is going to help them to solve that problem. That is the bottom line goal of your brand every day that you show up is to really be resonating with that perfect partner, building that trust with them and helping them to understand that you are the one to help them and that you can be trusted for them to invest their time, money and energy into. So now that you know the difference between your ideal customer avatar and your ideal target market and then your perfect partner, then what I want you to remember is the key to failure is trying to please everyone. So really get clear on your ideal customer so you can talk directly to them. They're going to hear you. They're going to be magnetized to you. They're going to tell their friends about you because they're going to feel like you see them and know them and understand them. And that is going to make them like and trust you. And so make sure that you're not letting your brand be vanilla. You're talking to a specific person and I will include my ideal customer worksheet for you to be able to jump off of and it will include a lot of the things that I talked about here. So thank you so much for listening and until next time, shine bright and make a difference.